0: computer's like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) (laughs) what's going on right now (laughs) too much sensory overload okay are we good yeah hello hello welcome to just
1: another murder cast Yay, yay jam oh
0: my god i've missed you
1: it's been two months
0: oh my god oh my god oh my god we can blame it on covid christmas covid fucking sucked it was terrible
1: yeah thanks for passing that along to me so Haley had COVID. Oh, I it was
0: awful.
1: She made me feel bad. so I Two took her years.
0: Th- Two years I went without COVID. Oh, God.
1: Well, it, it, it was fine.
0: Ugh. Blech.
1: But you made me feel bad, so I brought you stuff. Because, like, I love you and stuff. <laughs> I love you. And Haley's <laughs> like, you have to hug me. And I was like, no,
0: you have COVID. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> hugging you. I think my five days was up then. Okay,
1: well, I still got deathly sick after
0: that. So <laughs> I lost my voice. Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> So then Beth lost her voice and we've been trying to play catch up. Yeah,
1: online. I um, I was at work and I was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't feel that bad. I'm just like, my voice is scratchy. It's fine. And then as the day went on, I was like, OK.
0: Oh, my God. I, she <laughs> answered the phone one day. I was like, ooh, never mind. Do you <laughs> need, do you need to you. anything? I could drop it off. So we're back. And I'm yeah. so excited.
1: The second day I called out of work, I called my boss and I was like, hi, I can't come today (laughs) i was like do you need a note i have a note he was like no bye (laughs) (laughs) i don't want it to the phone either
0: um yeah it was it's been rough but we're back and i'm so excited
1: and are we going to be
0: better about this
1: yes (laughs) i know us. yes i would like to be better yes
0: i have that we're going to make that our new year's resolution
1: so i have like two more cases Mm -hmm. already ready to go well not completely ready but mostly ready Mm -hmm. just because you know like I've been
0: ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> um, yeah, I emailed you one like a month and a half ago. Yeah, well, I'll and it time. wasn't even. I think it's just gonna be for like our extra because it's it's funny. Yeah. So, think, well, so we're ready for it. So, okay. um, I'm Haley. <laughs> I'm Beth. We never do that, right?
1: Nope. But, never. Uh,
0: do you have any comments?
1: No, I think we already settled. I
0: think we did too. We're out of line, but that's fine. Also, um, speaking of, if you are on our patreon we love you thank you for being patient with us but the one that i have that i emailed you a couple two months ago Mm -hmm. that can go on our patreon and it's quick so i'm excited um warning
1: warning warning hey guys this is a murder podcast yeah someone gets murdered somebody dies unalived their subscription to life
0: (laughs) i can never think of something (laughs) good what was the other one that
1: um, retired from living. Yes. Their life subscription has been canceled.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, God, there was another funny one that you sent me one day. Anyway, anyway, also, um, colorful language.
1: Oh yeah. Um, our daddies don't like it, Mm-mm. but we do. Cuss a little. I think we cuss more in the beginning because we were nervous mm-hmm. and we're better. about That's why, it why now. I cope. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we're better about it
1: now, but they still slip out.
0: Every blue moon,
1: yeah, you know it is.
0: It is <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So if you have small ears, um, I mean, let them listen or don't. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel like it's in the title, guys. Like murder cast,
0: murder. Mm-hmm. Someone gets murdered. Yep.
1: Although there was that one podcast that nobody got murdered, but people yeah. almost got
0: the murdered. Almost the murder. <laughs> almost <laughs> got the murder. The murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. So rock paper scissors. It. What count are we at? Do we even know?
1: I would have to go back and look.
0: Okay. I don't know. We could start it over. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. New year, new us. New year,
1: new us. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Damn it. I love winning. (laughs) (laughs) I never freaking win at rock, paper, scissors. It, like, stresses (laughs) me out.
1: (sighs) I love that so much. I was like, I'm going to lose
0: because... Because it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't practiced.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been practicing. Normally, Jordan and I, like, throw rock, paper, scissors before <laughs> you come over. But he's not here today. I'm just kidding. Like, don't
0: do that. Um, okay, so that means I go first? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Are we ready?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Picture this. Okay. December. December. 1989. It's cold. Maybe. And I'm... Two.
1: I'm not quite... Two. Yeah, I'm two. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I'm too. I'm yeah,
0: too. I'm not born yet. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be done. Mm-hmm. Two more months. All right. 11th District Federal Court Judge Robert Vance and his wife, Helen, came home. Getting ready for Christmas. All that jazz. Came home from shopping one day and there was a package on their front porch. Ooh. hmm Robert brought the package inside and didn't think anything of it. And he opened the package and boom. Sorry. <laughs> it exploded. <laughs> oh. I know. That's Killing worse him. than Amazon. I know. Killing him instantly. Rude. Robert Rude. was known for being a wonderful, smart man. But, of course, being a judge, he had enemies, but never received any threats or any harm like this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The package contained a homemade pipe bomb wrapped in nails that acted as shrapnel. Gosh. Uh-huh. Although he had, she had many severe injuries, somehow Helen survived the explosion and was able to make it to the neighbor's house to get help. Mm. And because of his, like, judgy stature, you know
1: so judging
0: mm-hmm. um his territory was actually is the 11th district so 11th circuit which means he presides over alabama georgia and florida okay um fbi jumped right into action and warned all of the judicial judicial budget, the paper? courts mm-hmm. um that were related to mr vance to be on the lookout for sketchy packages
1: like hey something bad happened you yes to, to this be-
0: judge so, if you're around the 11th District... If you, you get know,
1: an Amazon package, even though Amazon doesn't exist If you get that, a
0: package in the mail, don't open it. Don't open that. Mm-hmm. You call us first. Yeah. Um, so, everybody got the warning. All three states. Okay, cool. Two days later, a security guard in Atlanta at the 11th Circuit Court House noticed a weird package while he was doing his routine X-raying. Um, he noticed, like, a battery pack, which is a telltale sign um, of a bomb. He immediately notified the FBI... Um, They came and, you know, cleared out everything. They wanted to dismantle it so they could investigate it more, clearly. They noticed the bomb was the exact same as the one killing Judge Vance. Also, like the first one, it had no trace of DNA. Um, The bombs were, like, really precisely made. They talked about how, like, it's not not a bomb they've seen before. It's like a square on the, like this, they had square end caps. Yeah. um, And there was black enamel spray paint inside of all the packages like covered in whatever okay Uh, okay no Mm, okay the fbi um because of the preciseness the fbi was like this is a sign that it's not just about harming people they're trying they're specifically going to kill somebody yeah um the bomb had characteristics that the fbi hadn't seen before inside of the box was painted black enamel told y'all that it it was also welded so like somebody um spent time like yeah welded this thing together not just like piped it together it was a metal pipe um there was also the welding in it also design was designed to delay the detonation increasing its force Mm -hmm. Uh, again like i said there was no dna they did discover that the bomb was also similar to one that had exploded at the naacp office a few months earlier however that bomb came with a letter At the NAACP office. Okay. Okay. It came with a letter that was labeled declaration of war.
1: Well, that's not very nice.
0: Okay. Sent it to the NAACP. This is like mind fucking blowing. Okay. They sent it to the NAACP office, right? Yeah. With a letter that was talking about fair treatment of all people. Of all people. Okay. So. And we're
1: declaring war on the NAACP.
0: Which, like, is that not the most ironic thing ever? Like, you sent it to the NAACP because you want fair treatment of all people. I feel like... And punishment of all people. And I'm like, but...
1: But, like, you're... Like, that... That's probably not who we should be. sitting
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, sir, uh, sir. I
1: agree with you, sir.
0: I we agree that. All be treated, yeah, but very, like, I think you punished. sent it to the wrong location. Like, I, out of, and I mean this in the most. Di- I mean, in the most, in the with the most respect. I really thought you were gonna say. I mean this with the most disrespect. <laughs> I think. I think I, I meant like no disrespect. I mean this in the most respectful way, but like, you're telling colored folks. <laughs> that you want fair treatment of all people. What? Thank you. They do too. Yeah, I'm, i mean like that's that's literally what they're about. So okay. like stop. Okay. Kind of
1: so I'm, kind of their thing. <laughs> yeah. But I'm okay. Like, yeah, I'm like what the fuck? Okay. What was this like uh I want everyone to be treated fair. So I'm going to pick on the people that, want that already to treated aren't, and aren't and treated fair. fair. So now you can all see that everybody needs to be treated fair. Like
0: what? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mind blown. Yeah. So two days after Vance's murder, a civil rights attorney in Savannah, Robert Robinson, went to work one day and lo and behold, there was a package at his desk. He didn't open it, did he? When he opened the package, it inevitably, inevitably exploded. This explosion was horrible. There was blood everywhere. His friend was a doctor that across the street came over to try to help him and he said when I, he said I walked in and like there was blood everywhere. Like the damage was horrible. And he said I just held him and tried to like do what I could and like, you know surveyed the damage and he said i when i put my arm under his armpit i could feel his pulse mm. you know and i'm like Ooh. not good um so he tried to come over but he knew with all the damage it was too bad mr robinson passed away three hours later all the bombs were identical and they opened with a string so like have you seen that wrapping where like it's a string. You pull the string and it undoes, and it undoes the undo, paper. Yeah. It was like that, but then that, once you pulled that, it started a battery pack in there, which then was the charge. Yeah. Um. So, after that explosion, the FBI knew that this wasn't going to stop and they were all even more on high alert. Yeah. On the same day that Mr. Robinson got his package, Mrs. Willie Dennis, the president of the NAACP office in Jacksonville, received the same package. Luckily... She was running late for a meeting, so she left at her office. Uh, so, she left her office, left the package behind, and then after her meeting, just went straight home. When she arrived home that night, she received a call from one of her friends explaining to her about Mr. Robinson. You know, Savannah and Jacksonville are super yeah. close. Everybody's related there. You know, like, they...
1: Yeah. Especially, like, the courts. Hey, did you hear the thing that happened? Yeah. You know. So, her
0: friend was like, did you hear about Mr. Robinson saying... Because he was, like, a big-time civil rights attorney. Yeah. Um And say the friend said if you receive any weird packages or anything just don't open them call the police like whoever that friend was like got your back right yes um so she called the police and inside that bomb inside that package was a matching bomb the fbi knew this was all the same person um however inside of miss dennis's package Mm -hmm. there were letters four of them so i guess if she if it had exploded she wouldn't have gotten the letters because they would have burned i don't know maybe he had letters in the other one and they just all burned
1: because you put the letters with the bomb
0: right right one of the letters was taking responsibility for judge vance and uh attorney robinson another mentioned a tear gas bomb that was sent to the naacp office the one yeah from before and another was blaming the officers who discovered the bomb in the x-ray for ruining the plan.
1: Oh, how dare they save lives. Which is
0: what I gathered from the information, like, you know, the officers that discovered the bomb, you know, blah, blah. Mm. Also saying that now those officers were targets for assassination. Oh, they're on my the hit list now. Right, they, they ruined my bomb.
1: Mm.
0: Um, They didn't mention the fourth letter yet, so we're going to move on from there real quick. We'll get back. One thing the police noticed that all of the letters were typed with the same typewriter okay um and that typewriter had a flaw the one um was like a replacement key and so it was a one but it looked like a little mini seven right <laughs> like a seven with like a little instead of a long tail on the top <laughs> ah, like, look at minis uh-huh.
1: but i meant one
0: um and that's the only way i know how to describe it when i looked at the picture like a little tiny seven but like missing the top pit the top tail yeah half of the top anyway um So they said it was described as a replacement key. Like if you lost a one that you could go get that replacement. The FBI then went through um, more than 1 million documents that were associated with the 11th Circuit Court. Trying to find any resembling um, unique characteristics of the Mini 7. That's not
1: time consuming at all, is it?
0: No. And that's why people are like, why is this case taking so long? Don't worry. It's just a million documents we're going through. Yeah. In the, in the 89. Like, in it's the, not like we're scanning a computer here, baby. In the
1: 89. Like, I'm straight up looking at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, going through 100 <laughs> or a million pieces of paper. You got paper cuts. You got raw fingers. You're right. using that little. Do you remember that little pad? It was like pink gel.
1: Oh, yeah. I had that in the bank. Oh, my um, God. I love it.
0: Okay. They found one letter. Just, one, Just
1: one. Just one
0: fucking letter. Um, and talk about a needle in a haystack.
1: Um, can you say I'm so happy that someone actually saw that? The person. Of being like,
0: the person. I don't see anything. Yes. The person that found it, like, play the lottery, okay? Right. Or get a raise. You did your job. Like, significant. Yes. You did it. Yes. Um, the letter was from 1987. It was a life insurance appeal or something, um, but it was from a small town in Enterprise, Alabama. Turns out the author of that letter was alive and well, Robert Wayne O'Farrell. Um, and he was the person that wrote the letter. He signed it. And um, they were like, let's get him, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to him. He was a junk man. Um, And he's like, yeah, I wrote that letter, but like, what? And so they literally went through every bit of his house, um, every bit of his business, everything, even digging up his septic tank. Oh! um, Fucking gross.
1: That's a shitty job. <laughs> <L-L>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they found nothing. But Robert said, I remember typing the letter, but I don't have that typewriter anymore. When they... Interview the rest of his family. His daughter was like, I think I remember selling that typewriter a year ago, but like again, it's in the 80s. You don't have like the Facebook marketplace messages.
1: I can't tell you who I sold stuff to. Yeah,
0: she has, um, she has no information on the person that bought it. Yeah. So police were basically back to square one. All they had was the bomb. So they sent all the information, all the pictures out to every bomb expert in the country, looking for any type of help. That's when the retired uh, ATF officer, frankly. Got a phone call one day from one of his good friends, Lloyd Irwin. He was a chemist and an analyst for the ATFs in Atlanta. And he said to Lee, he said, what do you got? And Lee said, it's the damnedest pipe bomb I've ever seen. Nothing like it. I have never seen anything like this before. And Which Irwin replied, well, I have. And he was like, what? A skill Mm-hmm. Lloyd said he remembered a very similar bomb from a few years earlier, matching the descriptions, even having the square end caps. Mm-hmm. Irwin searched back through all of his records, going back to 1972. Ooh. So he remembered this from <laughs> 82, it 89. 82 to 80, 82 to 89. So seventeen years, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. seventeen years. Um,
1: I, I wish y'all could have seen the look on Haley's face <laughs> while she was trying I to can't,
0: map that. Out. I can't map. Okay, Ma- map, map. <laughs> I can't map either. I can't map. Yep. Um, it was a case where a woman was maimed. Because a bomb accidentally went off in her own home. In which, although he denied it, her husband Walter Leroy Moody was charged with constructive possession of that bomb. He was sentenced to six years in prison. And he was fucking pissed about the conviction. So after his release, he spent the next ten years trying to overturn that conviction. Okay, well, excuse me, mister, don't make bombs. right. Like. I mean, if my husband made a bomb and it maimed me. Um, I mean, <laughs> be good. we would not have to worry about prison, okay? I mean, I didn't okay. say that. Since <laughs> um, you're safe, <laughs>
1: yeah, as long um, as you don't
0: make bombs. So Mooney was known for being like a really decent guy, really smart. Um, He was even called a genius by some of his doctors. But on the other hand, people said that he was easily obsessed with things. Like okay. once the obsession like started, it was that was it. Yeah, you know, it's like me and Bingo. Or me and scratch offs ticket, like the live videos, you know, yeah. or me and Pearls, like It's
1: just me and anything. I'm not I that I'm making bombs, but
0: like an obsession. Right. Right.
1: But after this, maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of his obsessions was a highly publicized case in Atlanta of Julie Love, who was raped and murdered by a group of men in which the court case for that was held in the 11th District Circuit. This case was mentioned in the fourth letter. These are his words, okay? I'm okay. doing a side note. These are his words. Anytime, also his words. Anytime a black man rapes a white woman in Alabama, Florida, or Georgia in the future, Americans for a competent federal judicial system shall assassinate one federal judge, one attorney, and one officer of the NAACP.
1: Uh, oh, excuse me?
0: Yeah.
1: First of all, anytime a man rapes a woman. Right. We don't need any more descriptors than that.
0: Right. Or, I don't care what color you are. Don't rape anybody.
1: Or a man rapes a man or a woman rapes mm-hmm. a man or a woman rapes a <laughs> woman. <laughs> I got you. I feel anytime anyone rapes anyone. First of all, we don't solve that by killing people.
0: Wait, yeah. Let's
1: yeah. let make the person that did the raping take the responsibility.
0: Right. That right. would be fair. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Okay, so, hold on. He's like, when a black man rapes a white woman. Okay, well, what about when a white man rape, rapes somebody? Like, what? You're like, yeah. It's like he wants... I'm just... Out. Like, I'm, I want I'm everyone blind. to be
1: treated fair, but, like, only me.
0: Yeah. I want everybody to be treated fair, but not... Only only white people. Yeah. I'm like, you're... Uh, How I, does that make sense? It makes my eyes hurt. It makes my eyes hurt. Like, sir, you blew up your fucking wife and only got six years in prison for it. Are you fucking kidding me? i like
1: it doesn't and then
0: you want to talk about people treating fair
1: excuse me sir your math does not
0: compute yeah your mentality like stop it okay so um fucking scary is what i put (laughs) uh but if walter was the bomber there was nothing else tracing him to the bombs no dna anything they searched his home even removing floorboards vacuuming the whole house to get up any gunpowder residue anything like that finding nothing Of course, he kept denying it. There was like an interview where he's like, I'm not worried about it at all. There's nothing, blah, blah, blah. Not only did the FBI find find nothing in his house, they found nothing in his house. Like he had
1: cleaned.
0: Like it was sterilized. Mm. Not even things that you would have in a normal house. Hammers, nails, like piping, you know, plumbing stuff. I gotta get rid of all this because they might
1: think. Yes,
0: no, no knives, nothing. The FBI decided then to move to the wife. 20 years his junior susan a new wife yes the maimed one left him i'm sure
1: i'm just making sure
0: yeah um and she was scared shitless right i mean she's Uh, young yeah um when she was questioned around him she told the um without him around i'm sorry without him around she told him that um he was abusive uh verbally and physically mentally and sometimes he would take her shopping in places like take her around the southeast like Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. to make her go shopping and would tell her to go buy these things. Uh, one of the lists um, was, it, I think it was a small town in Georgia. She had to get pipes, raincoats, gloves, and shower caps, things like that. She was also told to purchase black enamel paint. She told them that he would shop, shoplift nails from other stores in Georgia and they believed he used all these things to dress himself as a surgeon while he was building the bombs and spraying them to had like once he was done he would spray that enamel paint all over it to had any fingerprints or anything like that.
1: I mean, that's smart. Mm.
0: No. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Um so they couldn't trace it back to him. Susan later told the FBI that she had to purchase it she had purchased a typewriter, but he threw it away not too long ago. Hmm. Now, one thing that was found during Um, one of the investigations of the letters was a fingerprint but it didn't match him. Okay. So nothing inside the bomb just one fingerprint on that piece of paper but it didn't match him didn't match her anything like that. That's when Susan was saying he typed these letters and he made me go make copies of them Mm -hmm. at a place in Kentucky and I remember the printer ran out of ink or ran out of paper. So I had the store clerk come fill it back up with paper. Yeah. And when they ran that fingerprint, it matched the store clerk at the one in Kentucky. Well, that's lucky. Yes. This is also the place where he made her purchase um, boxes and tape.
1: Mm-hmm. Good thing he wasn't worried because.
0: Yeah. Definitely not going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the final link that they could to use to tie Moody to the bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan was offered immunity and testified for the prosecution. Go hard. Mm hmm. Finally, in 1996, seven years after the murder bombings, Walter Moody was found guilty of the murders and sentenced to death. Death by electrocution yes <laughs> yes i was
1: trying to think about what year it was i was like okay hold on how did yes, you do yes yes yes
0: okay so um on april 19th walter leroy moody was 83 years old he was the oldest inmate to be executed by death since the death penalty was reinstated in 1976 however it wasn't the chair they went lethal injection all right well um after a, it was, so it was a Thursday on April 19th. He had done his last plea for clemency mm-hmm. to a Republican judge. Um, and she denied it that day. Oh, so it was scheduled for like seven something. They ended up pushing it back. It never came out why they pushed it back. So it started at, um, oh, he denied a final comment. Do you want to know his last meal? Yes. I would love to know. Would his you last like to meal. guess? Mm, he seems like a jerk. um Fish. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Philly cheesesteaks Okay. I'm you know well. what to drink? Pepsi. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and do you know what dessert ish? Pecan pie. M Ms. Uh, no. Uh, well, no. It's not what so, I would go with. But. Yeah. Lethal injection began at eight sixteen. He de- he denied a final comment. Lethal injection began at eight sixteen. He was declared dead at eight forty two p.m. on April nineteenth, two
1: thousand and eighteen.
0: All right. Yep. Yep. And that is Walter Lee Moody, the craziest racist. Yeah. But like, try I don't. I'm
1: not racist. I'm not
0: racist. Everybody needs to be treated equally. But except for you but, folks at the NAACP. But you over season. there,
1: you need to be treated worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. I would like to cite my sources. Yes, ma'am. Forensic files. Season three, episode five, <laughs> wikipedia.com, WSWS.org for the final because season. I mean, uh, Forensic Files did not give any information on the death penalty. I mean, or the, or the execution or anything like that. Mm. So, he... Um, that was in 2018. Like yeah, That like he seems was, like yesteryear. Well, you know, it was. You just don't hear about executions much anymore. You, you know what I mean? Not at all.
1: Unless it's like a like a out of like something really weird about it but you it's know? very rare yeah
0: so like i don't know i don't know i just thought it was kind of kind of sketchy yeah. kind of sketchy
1: um all right so i have a question answer what would your last meal be
0: hmm. okay so can you get multiple places
1: yeah, it's your last meal. You can have literally whatever you want.
0: Okay, well then I would want a ribeye with parmesan crusted steak.
1: Okay.
0: McDonald's chicken nuggets. Okay. McDonald's French fries. Okay. Because you have to. Yeah. Um, probably a cookies and cream milkshake from Chick Fil A. Yep. Taco Bell. Oh. I would like a nacho bell grande, no okay. beans, extra cheese, mm-hmm. extra sour cream.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I would also like a um quesadilla from a cheese quesadilla with just cheese and sauce from Taco Bell. Yeah maybe maybe um a crunch wrap supreme with it yeah with extra cheese and extra Mm -hmm. sour cream on there um also firehouse (laughs) i would like the italian sub mm -hmm. but it has to come with pickle and regular chips only
1: yeah that it no drink
0: oh um
1: i know what you'd want what you'd want
0: my coke (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> so specifically anybody else's drink but my own that's it i just um, I have someone else's drink either, whatever
1: you bring me is vibe but then i want yours
0: a 12 pack of <laughs> mcultra seltzers no that's so gross oh i don't drink water in any form oh uh, crunk juice maybe a monster <laughs> you know if i'm yeah. going out give myself a heart attack while i'm doing it
1: yeah might as well what would yours be mm, i want my mom's chicken and dumplings okay i want jordan's mom's spaghetti mm-hmm um i probably want a cheese quesadilla from taco bell Mm um oh spence's
0: grandmother's homemade biscuits with homemade gravy okay go ahead sorry brown gravy not white
1: oh yeah and i want um i like the sweet potato casserole Mm -hmm. and green bean casserole and like you don't like green bean casserole what's wrong with you no
0: but i did make green beans in my chicken last night It was delish
1: Mm -hmm. and like basically just like
0: Home, cook. yeah, home no, cooked, yeah. No, give me food. all the fast food. Clog my arteries and give me a heart attack.
1: No, I want the fat. I want the home cooked meals. And I, I would like, like. I specifically want my mama, and I specifically
0: want Jordan's mom's food. Uh-huh. Thank you. I, would I will like, not
1: die before. <laughs> I would
0: like unlimited crab legs too. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I don't need that. But
0: yum. I'm yum. like yes,
1: and then I'm like, but Jordan's not going to be dying with me, so I don't need that. Ooh,
0: maybe a Michi's buffalo garchi mar with mm. extra ranch. I need to have ranch before I go out.
1: And a coke and amaretta
0: sour <laughs> okay so <laughs> we went for a girls night one night which ended up being a disaster on my part oh <laughs> um, i don't I know it was a
1: disaster on all of our part okay
0: so beth goes and she like we eat dinner first and she's like can i have a coke and an amaretta sour the girl brings her coke mixed with amaretta no
1: amaretta like, or just I, sour i think no. it was both okay It tasted like a vanilla Okay, yeah. Surprisingly
0: very good. I don't even like Coke mixed drinks, you know? But we were like, what the fuck is this? Like, she did not understand the assignment here, (laughs) but it was good. It was
1: good, and I she was so funny because I was like, okay, this is great. I appreciate it very much, but can I have a Coke and then a separate drink of an Amaretto? Yeah, and she was like, uh, yeah, I was wondering. She's like, they were they were wondering at the bar what was going on. And yeah, I was, I was like-, like,
0: but you should try it. Like, it's definitely <laughs> a, a thing. It's a vibe or whatever kids say. <laughs> and then yeah. and then we ended up going to Board and Brush and um, continued
1: our drinking there.
0: Yeah, and like nobody decided to tell me, hey. You drank a lot at dinner. Maybe you should not drink this entire bottle of champagne wine while we're here.
1: Okay, but to be fair, I'm a lightweight because I don't drink ever. And my half a bottle of wine and all of my liquor.
0: Ooh, those tequila shots. shots. Ew,
1: Oh. And so I was I was right there with you. I was like, this is a great idea. Yeah,
0: so we leave there. It's like what? Wednesday night? And we're like, let's find a place that's open. Right? Jordan going picks to us the up. Bar. Yes, we have a ride home. Jordan picks us up. We're like, take us to a bar. We're like, it's Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Nothing in our county is open except for fully loaded, which closes at 10. Right. But we're like, we're going. We're, we're going. going. We have to be there. Yeah, we get there. Carol orders more shots. The thing is, here's the thing. If I start ordering vodka Red Bull cut me off like it's time for me to go home at that point because that's when i'm like we're about to fucking go (laughs) you know i'm like i would like a Mick ultra and then i would also like a vodka rebel somebody should have been like she needs to go she's done here
1: and then you're all like i have to go home to my kids and i'm like i'm ready to go let's go what are we doing oh my gosh you tried to get my nipple spears
0: yeah i'm like do it
1: (laughs) that we're gonna go
0: like uh, no i mean The other night, I was like, let's go get my nose pierced. My parents would have been like, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm just in a phase right now. I'm just in a phase of where, like, not a drinking phase, but, like, I just, like, want to do something. I think it's because my life's been so mundane lately, if that's the right word. But I'm like, I want to go do something fun, something (laughs) thrilling. Like, maybe I should try a roller coaster. Mm,
1: Roller coaster would be fun. Skydiving.
0: Something, like, not... Because you drank. You know what I mean? Well,
1: I've told you multiple times I can't skydive.
0: I want to skydive. But I would
1: love to skydive. I can't do it, though. Have I told the podcast why? No. Have I not told you why?
0: No. I thought you'd be the one to do it with me.
1: So I would love to skydive, but I'm a nervous peer.
0: Oh, That's fine. It'll blow up.
1: Okay, but I'm attached to somebody.
0: I'm sure they've had worse.
1: But I don't want to be the person that pees on the person that's attached to your back the entire way down
0: oh i'm a total nervous beer but i think like going down though like you don't have the the pee in you does that make sense like oh you no realize would, at the bottom
1: i would piss all over myself and then, <laughs> they'd be like all right we're gonna jump and i'd be like just free pissing
0: i i think we should just try it, it would be i'm sure they've had worse In
1: my socks i'd have to wear like rain boots so that it stays <laughs> in my boots immediately go home and take a long shower
0: um, I think we should try it.
1: I'd have to tip the guy, like, $1,000. dollars Like <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I peed on you. It's
0: sterile. It's fine. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Uh, I haven't drank in three weeks. <laughs> like, anything. No Coke, no water, no nothing. I've still had a lot of pee in me. Don't know how it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Just, I, I can't do that to somebody. So, if you know anyone that...
0: Maybe, like, <laughs> tell them, can you wear... Like a, a plastic jumpsuit. I would have to wear a diaper. <gasps> yeah.
1: And just like crunch the whole way.
0: <laughs> I hit you on the butt. It's like. <laughs> It'd be full. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Jordan at the
1: end would be like, let me see. Do we need to change your diaper?
0: <laughs> we're going to get you a diaper and we're going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I still think I'd be all over him. I think I would fill that diaper up. <laughs> just be full. We're going to try it. Just full. We're going to try it. You know what's fun? What's fun? Tasers. Oh, yeah. Tasers are a lot of fun. I <laughs> have never gotten to tase anyone, though. Mm. Also,
0: this is completely random, but, like, dead serious. You know what you can't find nowadays? What? Ammo.
1: No. Nowhere.
0: No. But our friends over at Dead Crow Defense.
1: Dead Crow Defense.
0: Even oh. if they can't. So, like, one of our friends needed um, 12-gauge, right? Yeah. I called Avery, and he literally... Didn't have any on him, but called everywhere else looking for me.
1: They are the Like, best. what
0: a stand-up dude, right? Yeah. So, if you need anything, any kind of defense mechanism, any kind of bullets, anything like that, give the folks at DeadCrowDefense.com a call.
1: Yeah. Don't get murdered.
0: Nope.
1: Get your shit from Shop DeadCrowDefense.com.
0: Shop at DeadCrowDefense.com.
1: Oh, look. I'm wearing Yeah, shirt you are wearing now. their shirt.
0: <laughs> okay. um, Are you ready for your story?
1: Yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited.
0: I saw a photo.
1: I have lots of photos. I love that. Very excited. Okay. Um, So I, first of all, I have to tell you this. I had the story from when I had like my anxiety stuff. Right. Weird stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And I didn't um, finish it. So I need to finish that one. But I found a different one I wanted to do. So I started looking up that one. It was actually suggested to me by someone.
0: Okay. I
1: started looking up that one. Got really into it. Wrote it up. Realized I was like, oh, I don't have enough information for this. Okay. So I've reached out to some other places to get more information. So that will be a longer thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I picked another one. Okay. I went to Pennsylvania. When? When I was researching.
0: Did you really? No, like, I went to Pennsylvania. Oh. Like, my podcast is in Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, bitch, when did you go to Pennsylvania? I can literally see your location at all times. You never <laughs> fucking went to Pennsylvania. Like, unless it was while I cut. Co- like, where'd you go? I immediately got defensive. Like, you didn't ask me. Like, I'm this so was, upset about this. This is for I the podcast, and it. you did not ask me to go? Like, why do you leave town and not tell me? Shit. Oh,
1: my. Okay, but I could go to Pennsylvania.
0: Okay, I know that, but, like, don't. But I, like
1: I mean, it. I'll go with you. I like it there. That's where Jordan's is. I think I have is. family there. So, I had family that, I guess I technically have an aunt that lives there, um, but I don't know her. And Jordan's family all lives there, because you know that's where Jordan's from.
0: Yes, my granddad is from Altoona, 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 Pennsylvania.
1: So, Jordan's family lives lives near Newcastle, which is actually where we're going to be.
0: Okay. Oh, shit. Is this, like, about his family again? No, no. All right, I'm seeing how far Newcastle is from, um... Mm -hmm okay sorry
1: newcastle from where
0: altoona is this is oh. like if it's like a super close no it's like two hours okay
1: yeah my family lives on the other side of pennsylvania so there's nowhere close but i'm fine with that mm-hmm. okay first of all we have to i have to we have to find out how we say some names okay all right the first one is s-c-h-r-o-e-d-e-r
0: schroeder schroeder mm-hmm. are you sure I would think so.
1: Okay, Schroeder. That's what I went with, too, but then I was like... Well, what would it be? I don't know. Schroeder? Schroeder? Schroeder. Schroeder. It's Schroeder. Schroeder. Mm-hmm. We're going with Schroeder. And then Were you thinking
0: like Scroeder? Like scrotum? No, but Scro- I wanted...
1: I was thinking uh, of or sh- I can't even... I can't say it at all now. Okay. And then that D-A-G-E.
0: Daeg. Daeg. Like vague, right? Okay, yeah. A dagoo. <laughs> Dagul. <laughs> no, I'm going Dag.
1: Dag. Okay, mm-hmm. so Schroeder mm-hmm. and Dag. Yes. Okay. Never going to say those right.
0: Schroeder and Dag. Dag like vague. Dag like vague. All right. Mm-hmm. You or Stassi Schroeder. Remember B- Vanderpump Rules? No. Okay. Go ahead. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Well, All right. So we are going way back in time. Okay. We are traveling. Traveling. We're going <clears> to um, February seventeenth. 1909
0: okay listen all these early ones though i love their they're so good like i love their um their technique what am i what am i trying to say like their investigation techniques like i'm here for it yeah okay
1: okay so in benwood west virginia little baby irene crawford is born she is the youngest of her father's i don't know why it said her father's like i don't I don't, I don't know how that went, but she is the youngest of her father's eight living children and seven that have passed away. Shit. That's a lot of kids. That's 16. She's the baby of 16. That's
0: that's 15, babe.
1: Eight
0: Eight. and seven. Uh, Well, I was adding her again. Oh, just kidding. I don't know. 15 or 16. That's a lot of fun kids. That's all I know. Too many. Too many.
1: So the family's very poor. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, with
1: that many kids. Like, like you have to be. <laughs> like, you can't afford anything. You no. feed them one time and you're poor. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Especially in 1909. You know, those women weren't working very much. Mm-mm. Like, that mama was at home all the time working
0: hard. Yes. But not making it She had the more. worst job. Uh, he came home like, I'm so tired. I've been working all day. I'd be like, Fuck!
1: <laughs> I don't care! Well, I'm not allowed
0: to scream at the thing. Like, I, I, yeah. I'd be like, well, then take one of your 15 motherfucking kids. Okay, thank you you like,
1: I'll take the seven that
0: we buried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, no! This <laughs>
1: is <a> dark. Turn. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I'm sorry i'm so sorry either way oh my god okay (laughs) (laughs) So back to irene oh my god okay she um started working as soon as she could which like as a child like she went to (laughs) like five years (laughs) she was was, like four working yep um she did manage to stay in school though okay all the way through eighth grade okay i mean that's
0: really good for that time but
1: she didn't finish it she was two weeks shy
0: no <laughs> two <laughs> oh. weeks shy
1: of finishing eighth grade like you can't you could
0: not give it two more weeks <laughs> yeah eating snacks <laughs> i mean snacks nice. okay sorry
1: <laughs> so when she's eight years old though her mother passes away
0: oh damn she had to quit school that's why and take care of the family
1: okay but she still went to school for after that because she was in eight years old but made it to eighth grade you're not oh yeah
0: <laughs> <in eighth laughs> No run. okay just kidding
1: Um, when her mom passes away, she goes to live with her sister, which is normal. Like, Mm -hmm. because the dads work so much, they send the kids off. So she goes to live with an older sister, um, but she doesn't stay there very long. And she goes to live with another older sister named Ruby. Ruby's married to a man with Schroeder. So her Mm -hmm. name is Ruby Schroeder. At 15 years old, Mm. Irene marries Ruby's brother-in-law, Homer. Homer Schroeder. Homer Schroeder. He is <laughs> much, much older mm. than Irene.
0: Do we know how much older? No. Oh.
1: Um, They are married for a whole year and a half. Wow. Well, they're married for a lot longer than that. But she stays with him for an entire year and a half. In wow, that I'm year surprised because
0: like, divorce is nothing.
1: Well, they don't get divorced. Oh, okay. But she leaves him. Okay. So in that year and a half, they have a son named Donnie. And when she leaves, she takes Donnie with him. She eventually goes, or she goes back to live with Ruby. I'm sure that went over well. Like, I'm leaving you, but I'm going to live with your brother. Right. Um. And she goes to live with Ruby, and then she leaves there and goes and lives with one of her brother, which I'm assuming is going to be by the name of Tom, but I'm not sure. But you'll see why later. Okay. So in August of 1927, she meets a man named Walter Glenn Dag, like vague. Mm-hmm. But he goes by Glenn. So Glenn's a salesman. She's mm-hmm. working as a waitress. They meet when she's walking across the road and he almost hits her with his car. <laughs> like, hey. I know, that that does not work out well, let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he stops and offers to give her a ride home.
0: Mm-hmm. A
1: few days later, he comes a-calling for her at the restaurant that she works at. Ooh. But uh, Mr. Glenn, he's married. Oh, ho. With two kids. Nope. Um, but they fall in love. Mm-hmm. April 6th of 1929, Glenn, so two years, almost two years, they have an affair.
0: Ho. Um, that wife knows, too. Yeah, she knows. hmm
1: So two years, he finally leaves his wife and his children.
0: Well, that is so considerate of him. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: If I were his wife, I'd be like... Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you never. Mm-hmm. um They the pair start moving around a lot because you know, like they're she. First of all, she's still a child. Yeah. Because she was born in 1909, and this is 1929, so she's maybe 20 now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and has a her son, and now has this other man who has two kids as well, but he leaves them, and that, so. They move around. They work odd jobs. Um, Just a few of their odd jobs, because I found these interesting. They sold washing machines and they prune trees.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know. Well, I feel like then that's a pretty decent job. You know, like they used to sell vacuum cleaners and like computers, like walking up to Port. Okay, got it. Okay. Everybody Um, needs a washing machine. I guess you don't have the money for a washing machine, though. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I mean, I feel like you'd have to have a lot of money to Mm -hmm. get that washing machine. So. December twenty seventh, nineteen twenty nine. Oh well, before that, the pair eventually decide that it's too hard to work for their money. Mm, yeah, so they start robbing.
0: Nice. They
1: start. They just start stealing the money. Okay. So December twenty seventh, nineteen twenty nine, around eleven fifteen a.m. Irene, her brother Tom, which is why I think that she probably went to live with her brother Tom, mm-hmm. and then her um. Boyfriend, not husband, whatever he is. They robbed the P.H. Butler County grocery store in Butler. Um, They have their gun with them. They have guns. And her four-year-old son, Donnie, is waiting in the car for him.
0: Nice. Yeah. Start him young.
1: Yeah. They had driven there from West Virginia. With no particular plan, saw the store and was like, this is it. This is the store we're going to rob. Pulled over. They bound and gagged the store manager. Wish is his first name. Like, his first name is Wish. <laughs> I feel like that's a weird name, especially in 1930.
0: The manager? 1929. Yeah. I feel like it makes sense then because now you'd be like, what the hell? But then somebody will name their kid Wish because it was their granddad's name. You're like, that's precious.
1: Yeah. Um. He... And they um so they gag, bound and gagged the store manager and then another, um elderly customer. They empty out their pockets and they clean out the cash register. Um, they had robbed many gas stations and stores from Ohio to Tennessee as they had gone from state to state before that.
0: Oh sorry. Weird. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they have handguns that they purchased. Purchased. They have handguns that they purchased in September at a pawn shop in the north side of Pittsburgh. So they, bought guns.
0: But like stuff's not like documented then. No, like it is not now. at all. Yeah.
1: So that same day, just shortly after the holdup, Corporal Bradley Paul, who's only 25 years old, he is a Pennsylvania Highway Patrolman. He answers the phone call from his sergeant, who says. And these are in quotes, we just had a hold up here and we haven't got so much information for the time being, but we believe they are heading for Newcastle on the Newcastle Road. Will you take care of this right away? And the sergeant said that he responded, all right, Sarge, I'll get out right away. So Corporal Paul and another highwayman, Private Ernest Seymour, who's also 25 years old, get in Paul's motorcycle. Paul's driving and then the little sidecar yeah. <laughs> is where Moore is. So oh I'm my
0: God. Like, okay.
1: Isn't that precious?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Into the night to <laughs> save the day. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um,
1: so they start going down the road known as Old Butler Road. Okay. They stop on a highway. Um, They stop on the highway um, and pull over or they stop on the highway about three miles east just of Newcastle. Um, they start stopping cars that are coming that way from Butler. Apparently, they were able to stop six cars and didn't have any problems. But when they stopped the seventh one, it was the Chevy coach driven by um, two men uh, or with two men, a woman and a young boy. Whoop. The young boy was standing up in the front seat with his mother in the passenger seat, which, you know, is. Yeah. Twenty nine. Like, there's not. Yeah. All the things anymore. Or then. Yeah. Um, Corporal Paul walks over and asks the driver for his license, and then Private Moore goes to the rear of the car to look at the license plate. Glenn and Irene both step out of the vehicle with their guns, and Corporal Paul told Moore, go ahead and pull his gun out, and right then is when Irene and Glenn started shooting at them.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So, Tom, Irene's brother, shoots um, from the car's back seat and shoots, um... Highwayman or Private Moore, whatever he is. Private Moore across the tip of his nose. Ooh. Yeah. Um, He's able to take cover after that, but he's still getting shot at. Um, Bystanders um, watch Irene shoot Corporal Paul. He had his hands up and was walking, or he had his hands raised like I surrender and was walking Mm -hmm. away from her or backing away from her. Um, but she shoots him. He doesn't fall down at first and continues to back away, but she shoots him again. This time he fell down and then the like the bandits or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. all get back in the car and they leave. Um, Corporal Paul was taken to Jameson Memorial Hospital by a driver that watched the entire thing. He was a driver for the Lawrenceville or Lawrence Bottling Works. I'm like you gave the driver credit for where he worked, but you didn't put his name. (laughs) Like, I don't care where he worked. I want to know his name. Like, that's a good deed. But he scoots him up and takes him to the hospital. Um, Corporal Paul has three gunshot wounds, one to the left arm, one to his left leg, and the one that killed him went through his liver and his kidney. He died only 20 minutes after getting to the hospital at 1255.
0: Oh, Oh my gosh. He's 25. He's
1: 25. You want to know his last words? What? It's pitiful. No. Tell the boys I did my duty. Tell them I did the best I could.
0: Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: So, Patrolman Moore um, actually survives this exchange, mm-hmm. even though he has two gunshot wounds to his head.
0: Holy shit. So,
1: he has the one on his nose, and then one skimmed his um, skull, and it knocked him unconscious. And so, I'm guessing he was unconscious, and then the other one fell. And so, they were like, they're both dead, and they left. Yeah um also during the trial they talked to patrolman Moore and he said that he had received no training on how to pull his gun or anything like that and that he never shot like fired his gun at all during this entire exchange
0: oh my god you know then though they didn't have like academies and stuff like even Joe when he was talking about um when they were doing the podcast for in the red clay mm-hmm. um Joe he was sheriff of Bear County before He was just like a phone operator or something like that when the sheriff before him was like, hey, I need you to get on the road and start patrolling. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: It's like, I feel like that's crazy.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: And he's like, no, I never learned how to pull it. And they're like that you you didn't get taught how to take your gun out. He's like, no, I never got taught how to take my gun out. And I can imagine that's not the time to learn. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like. All right. So Irene, Glenn, Tom, and of course, her son. Mm hmm. Drive into Newca- Newcastle and it's there that they carjack a couple, which turns out to be their undoing. I think they would have completely gotten away had they not carjacked someone. Okay. Um, they drive south. They stop at a restaurant. They order soup for Donnie and sandwiches to go. And they remembered them because she was yelling at Donnie that he needed to hurry up while she while he was eating. Like they didn't have time. So around 9 p.m. that night, they make it back to Wheeling, which is where they're from. They leave the stolen Chrysler, which is what they took from the couple, in a rented garage. And then they take a Pontiac coupe. Um, Donnie gets left with Irene's father. And then the couple head west. I don't know where Tom went. Like, there's really not much more mention of Tom. Weird. Right? Um, Back in Newcastle, Mm -hmm. investigators said...
0: Let's investigate. Let's investigate. Yes. So they
1: left the car. Like the car was had a lot of bullets in it, and I guess their thought is, "This is gonna be suspicious."
0: But so. like, did her dad not say like, "Where are you going?"
1: That right? You, what, um, what you been doing? You, I'm sorry, you're leaving. Yeah. your child here. Yeah. where what, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, apparently not. Or if they did, I don't know. Um, but because they left their car, investigators were able to investigate and find out who they are. So there's a bunch of different like stories, but the one that they think is the most plausible mm-hmm. is there was a receipt from a store, like a, in the in the small town they lived, mm-hmm. and they went and they said, "Hey, do you remember this?" Yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we sold it to uh, Irene. Mm-hmm. This is where she lives." Um, so they were able to put a name behind what media had dubbed the chunky blonde gun girl. <laughs>
0: Isn't that great? <laughs> what a fucking name. That would be me if I started going to Rob said that chunky blonde uh, gun girl over there. Go that, get her.
1: That chunky blonde gun
0: girl. <laughs> um, oh shit. Can you imagine her reading that? <laughs> She's like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who wrote this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going after them next. Uh, so
1: investigators. Are led to Irene's sister's Ruby's house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ruby now has Donnie. Okay, Donnie ain't scared to talk to the cops. Yeah, first thing he says to him, "My mama shot one cop and then laid back or and laid back in the of the car groaning. I don't know what that part means, but straight up, was like my mama shot a cop. <laughs> Uncle Tom shot another one in the head. He shot right through the windshield, like." He's letting all the secrets <laughs> fly, which I mean, like, good for him. They're all
0: like, shh, shh, trying to kick him. <laughs> Shut up, darling. Yeah. <laughs> and the cops
1: are like, "What happened? Yeah. Tell me what mm-hmm. Mama did." Uh
0: huh.
1: So the the manhunt is now on. They know who they're looking for. Eventually, apparently, they have, like a few close calls, a few shootouts, but eventually, they get surrounded by a large <laughs> a large posse of police in Arizona. Oh. And a fierce gun battle ensued. And this is how the reporter describes it. Cracking down with a six-gun was a bobbed-haired blonde woman who faced the blooming police shotguns and hurled lead in the, I don't know what that word is, as calmly as her gun-fighting male companion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Remember that chunky girl? (laughs) That chunky blonde girl. (laughs) (laughs) Got into a shootout.
1: She got into a shootout. She was she was as calm as her gunfighting male companion
0: <laughs> still chunky though <laughs> still chunky
1: <laughs> so eventually they run out of um they run out of ammunition like the pair run out of ammunition mm-hmm. they flee in a car they ambush it a couple of miles away um and then they climb up some mountain where police eventually um catch them and they're taken to the Rockview Penitentiary in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But apparently they caressed each other during the journey to jail.
0: They like did it?
1: No, no, caressed. Like like, like cuddled. Mm. It was like they did it in the back of the maybe car. Maybe that's a nice <laughs> <laughs> They did it?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but like yeah. maybe that's what they mean by caressed.
1: I don't think that's what they. Is the cop just going to keep driving
0: while they're doing it in the backseat? Maybe, back maybe.
1: I don't think so.
0: I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, call yeah. a cop, uh, guys, guys. Could you like not?
1: Could you? I would pull over and be like, "I'm gonna need them in different cars." Yeah, I'm gonna need but her to ride my But then there's only like goat. one cop
0: car per county. They're like, "You're <laughs> fucked, bro." Just I'm let gonna, them do it. I'm
1: gonna put her in the sidecar of my, my motorcycle. <laughs> <But>. <laughs>
0: I'll put her in the front seat. No, won't. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. no. Yeah,
1: but I'm pretty sure any cop, even in the 30s, would have been like, "No."
0: Please don't do that. Okay? Please don't do it
1: in the back of my car. Okay, yeah, <laughs>
0: disgusting.
1: I mean, it's so gross. Oh,
0: and you know she's stinky too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, on March tenth, nineteen thirty, she goes to court. I don't know why, but apparently we're obsessed with what she wore. And I guess because it's the thirties and women don't kill people. Yeah. So she wears a blue dress. Her hair was freshly bobbed, and her face was plentiful, besprinkled with powder.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh.
1: Um the I'm
0: guessing her face was puffy <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> these judgmental assholes are calling her junkie. <laughs> like I'm like a, almost team Irene at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you had to kill the cop, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. read me there. Yeah. Um so the journalist, like the news the news is there and they asked her um what she thought, or asked her to smile for the cameras. I'm sorry. Is that not the fucking worst? Like she's <laughs> on trial for murder, and yeah. you're like, can you smile? Yeah. It's just like every guy. Why are you not smiling? You should
0: <laughs> yeah. Smile. You should smile more. Uh, you should no. smile more.
1: It's, I don't have any. Can you to smile, smile for the
0: camera? Like I just need this. Like I mm.
1: just need you to smile, then yeah. Yeah. And
0: can so we can talk <laughs> about what your teeth look like too. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, she says, how can you smile and look pretty when you're going to prison for life and are heartbroken?
0: Um, excuse me, ma'am. You killed someone. Yeah. A cop. I mean, like, in I front d- of your four-year-old in, child. In front
1: of your child with your brother and your not husband <laughs> because you're still married and so is he. hmm Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no, you don't have to smile, but maybe not. I'm like, so I'm, sorry
0: that you're heartbroken. I'm now. heartbroken. <laughs>
1: it's, it's.
0: Horrible! <laughs> <laughs> this is devastating for you. Okay. I don't
1: understand. <laughs> so she is found guilty and sentenced to death. Yes.
0: No. Yeah. Whoa. Right. I know. How? Okay. What year?
1: Um, 1930 is when she's sentenced.
0: Electric chair. Yes. No way! Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! We're <laughs> both
1: Okay. So, um, apparently.
0: <gasps> is this the one that they have a photo of?
1: No. Okay. Um, so apparently she's very calm and it was very evident to everyone how much she loved Glenn.
0: Not her son? No, Glenn. Oh, fuck Glenn.
1: Um, when the matron asked if she could do anything for Irene, she said, yes, there is something. Please tell them in the kitchen to fry Glenn's eggs on both sides. He likes them that way. That's hmm. okay, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. And later I be like, no, he's getting him over easy. scramble <laughs> <he's> scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> um later the chaplain says or she tells the chaplain, Don't worry about me. I'll be all right. You better go back to Glenn. I think he needs you more than I do. Like, honey, you are twenty two years old and getting sentenced to death. uh-huh mm-hmm. Uh, you have a child.
0: Wait, where was Glenn during all this?
1: Glenn is also sentenced to death. Okay. Um, so, Tom, her brother, he's never arrested. Um, police believe that he was killed in a shootout following a robbery in Texas. So, apparently, her and her whole family was just crazy. <laughs> so, February 23rd, 1931, at 7 a.m., Irene is escorted to the execution chamber. You want to know what she wore? Sure. <laughs> like, no, nope, but okay. Because they cared. <sighs> Sorry, Sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. She wears a loose, ill-fitting, imitation, silk gray dress with white collars and cuffs. How
0: dare her? Imitation.
1: Imitation. Loose, <laughs> ill-fitting.
0: Ill-fitting?
1: Beige silk stockings and black satin slippers. And she has a calm expression on her face. Her parting words to her seven-year-old son, because he's seven by the time she gets um, executed, mm-hmm. is, I am going to die, my boy, but I am not afraid. Be a good boy and don't be afraid. Um, Donnie was heard to remark, I bet my mom would make an awful nice angel. I'm sorry, oh, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> but she, she not. She she done murdered. Yeah, she's like not. Uh-uh. She, uh, mm, uh-uh. she, I'm sorry. She's um, she's not not gonna be an angel. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate to tell you. Okay? Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, so shit. Irene
1: was the first female in Pennsylvania to be executed by electrocution.
0: Oh my god. Um.
1: It also said because you know they had to cut her hair, so they said when she went her hair had been cut. Oh gosh. Like, I'd be like, no, not my hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. I refuse. Yeah. yeah. What if I come back in a ghost and I'm not going to have my hair? This <laughs> don't is drop it. Not doing it. Don't not doing it. it. I can't. Nope. Sorry. So oh, my
0: sorry. God. oh, my God. I feel so bad for that kid.
1: All right. So I want to talk about Donnie for a little bit. Okay. I don't know why this was in here because like, I think it's weird. And I wasn't going to say anything about it because I feel like it's not his fault that his mom killed someone. Right. But it was just, like, the information about his life is weird. Like, it affected him forever. Oh, yeah. And I hate that for him. Mm-hmm. Um. So he tries to separate himself from his mother in every way. He changes the spelling of his last name to Schrader. So S-H-R-A-D-E.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he was a child, because, you know, his mom was in jail and then died, um, he was passing around um, from relative to relative. But he did spend some time with his father. But I don't know how much time. Like, apparently, they just passed him from family member to family member. That's terrible. I hate that.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Like, I don't want you and Spence to die, but I will so take Finn. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not <laughs> passing him around.
0: Right. Like mine. Right. Like,
1: called dibs. That's
0: terrible. I would, like, take the kid just because I felt bad for him. Like, forever. You know what I mean? I would even
1: take Parker. Yeah. I would keep her. Oof. I'm not passing kids around. I'm not doing no. it. No. Like, they need a stable environment. Right. That's not fair. Right. Right. Um, and I'm not saying
0: I have, like, the perfect home, but, like, love is all we need in the house. And, like, right? you know what I mean?
1: And so, like, to be passed around from place to place, it's like, hey, I love you, but only for a year, and then you have to go somewhere
0: else. hmm Keep that's, you for a couple months. That's terrible. Yeah, that's not
1: fair. Um, he is a decorated Air Force gunner in Korea. Awesome. He makes a career out of the military. Okay. Eventually, Root... Er, I don't know what rooves means, Mm -mm. but he eventually rooved. He eventually moved to Florida and works for NASA.
0: (gasps) Wow. Isn't that
1: awesome? Yes. Um, But it did still follow him. So the daughter from his second marriage said that when anyone would ask him about the murder case, like, hey, you're from up this area. Have you heard about it? He would say, no, I've never heard of that. Like he would just flat out deny it. Oh, Which I get. Yeah. Probably would too. But then his daughter from his first marriage, she grew up thinking that he had died in Germany in the
0: 1940s. Did he just ditch her?
1: No. Her mother and grandmother could never get over what his mother had done. (gasps) And eventually the pair separated and her mother and grandmother lied to her saying that he was dead because they didn't want him to have anything to do with her
0: oh my gosh she
1: found out that he was still alive when she requested his military records and they gave her a huge file like a three-inch file because he was in the military for a long time
0: did she like meet him yeah oh my gosh!
1: so she met him after that so i like poor thing
0: that's so sad yeah how i wonder how old he was when they met
1: um i don't know
0: oh that's so sad oh my gosh I'm going to have to figure that out now. I'm worried about Donnie. <laughs> oh,
1: Donnie. But, so that is that is my case. And I hate that I did not focus more on um, Corporal Paul, but I just didn't have a lot of information about it. And I yeah. just started this one yesterday, and I really liked it. But there is a um, like a little marker where I think it's where the shootout was. Mm-hmm. It says a small memorial marks the spot along – Along Old Butler Road in Lawrence County, where Corporal Brady Paul of the Pennsylvania Highway was mortally wounded during a shootout with Irene, blah blah blah, on December twenty seventh, nineteen twenty nine, and there's like a little marker. So, oh my
0: gosh, if any of his family like ever goes by there, please make him take a picture.
1: I, I'm gonna need a picture of this marker thing.
0: Yeah, thank you. That was really good. I like that one. I Really
1: liked it. That's yeah. why I had to change.
0: And they were both electric chair.
1: Both electric yes! chairs. Yes. Although mine actually died on the yeah. electro chair. I'm just yeah. saying. Um, um and I'm good. gonna post a picture. I have a picture of um Corporal Paul. Um so I'm gonna post that on Facebook.
0: I'll post a picture of um I'll send it to you of Moody. Okay. Um so that was good. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I totally enjoyed being back today. Yeah. Um don't forget to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast, Apple, iTunes, whatever. Spotify, go there. Buy any of it. Subscribe, review, go to our Facebook, like our Facebook, go to our TikTok. We need TikTok so we can do live TikToks. Yeah. Um and go to our website and leave us a suggestion. Sh- 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 a surgenre? For the for a murder. Also, if you want to send us your stories, like it doesn't have to be a crime like murder story, but if you have like something creepy like I almost got taken you know what i mean send us those i'd like to read them if you want to remain anonymous just let us know but i would like to do many episodes of your stories
1: i think that would be great
0: right how Mm -hmm. fun um and don't forget to go to patreon um
1: we got a bunch of different levels um i have not looked at my t-shirt yet have you
0: yes mine's at the house i should have brought it
1: I, I just the, got it in the bedroom. I still haven't opened it.
0: The- <laughs> I forgot. I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Ah, next is the poster." And we get a poster. <laughs>
1: um, but big shout out to Candy and Emily. They are on the ten dollars tiers, so and they, they have get, been so
0: patient with us.
1: Yeah. So they get the bonus episodes and yep. a shout out, and we appreciate the crap
0: out of y'all. Yes, absolutely. If y'all have any questions or anything like that, just let us know. We will be back. We are going to actually record right now for um our Patreon so um i love you and are we doing this right now we'll
1: do it on
0: the mini episode thing yeah okay uh we love you and i promise we'll we'll be back we'll be back
1: okay bye okay bye